I am Bamps, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. So Coco, you were out with Jimmy doing a murder, getting a little high, looking for some vampire hunters. Uh, how are you getting back to your apartment? I'm gonna get one of the one of Jimmy's guys just to drive me over real quick. It's one of the guys from the mall. Yeah, cause I kind of forgot got i had to run over so like it's more important that i go instead of waiting for like another car to come get me so just grab one of the guys and uh take a drive um cool is there anything you want to talk to the guy about while you're driving or just you know you don't have to no i don't really it's been a weird weird night i don't really have anything to say except just you know thank you so much for driving me and i'll give him like some of the cash that i have you know just like as a thank you give him like 20 bucks or whatever buy a pack of cigarettes or something for sure because they totally deserves it cool um we cut to you having your little car ride, picking up your smokes or whatever. And then uh, our next scene is you pushing open the front door to your apartment. And let me let me roll that back. Are you just going to walk into your apartment or are you going to – is there anything you want to do before you go in? Well, when we stopped to get dude like his smokes and everything, mm -hmm. um, they had those like cheap gas station little flower things. Um, I just want to grab one of them and I want to get one of Jade's favorite candy bars. It's just like, a, I'm sorry. So it's kind of like a sad looking flower because they never look so great, but it's the thought that counts, right? Supposedly, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, you can grab her a, a quick, oh shit, I landed in the airport, grab some gifts for the kids, and uh, bring those home as a peace offering. Uh, and then you're able to just walk into your apartment. It is your apartment. You know, you have keys and everything. You're supposed to be here, so... Uh, pushing into your apartment here, it's more or less as you have left it. Um... Jade is sitting on the couch watching TV, playing on her phone. Uh, Samira or anybody else that she was with earlier today. Um, you don't see any evidence of your guest for the evening. Uh, what would you like to do as Jade looks up as the door opens? Well, first I want to kind of like gauge her look like how does she look at me like it, it what what does she, what am i reading in this sounds like a wits and insight roll uh and you can have an extra i guess die or two because it's jade it's your friend for literally ever uh 
he is clearly upset in a uh what's the word I, want? I guess in a like brooding way like you had somebody a legitimately actually very dangerous somebody on a lot of different levels show up at the door staying to stay over to you know put herself and uh every anybody else that was with her you only know of uh, i believe it was samir that was with her earlier today um but at the same time she's like there is crazy shit that is going on in your life as well or in your unlife as the case may be but it's also like you can let me know like is this how much i matter to you that you can't tell me that somebody's got to be crashing here for a little while. I want to put on my very best puppy dog eyes and kind of pull the flower out from behind my back and just walk over to her and then pull her favorite candy out of my pocket and just, you know, kind of give her that peace offering look. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have you roll something else because I like rolling dice. Um, are you actually sorry? I guess is the question I have. Is this a subterfuge roll or is this more of like a uh, persuasion e roll? Probably persuasion e because I didn't purposefully send anyone here. It was a surprise on me too. Like, sorry, we're wrapped up in this. Like, I don't. I it, none of our faults. Sure. Uh, so I guess then like a persuasion and manipulation, if you're trying to be manipulative. And you are just kind of killing it with these tens tonight. So with three successes on your insight and on your persuasion, she kind of rolls her eyes a little bit at the flowers, but then you break out the candy bar and she's like, she doesn't soften completely but she does scoot her legs from where she was sitting sideways on the couch more up under her so that you have space to sit down as she takes the candy bar from you and i just kind of set the flower on the coffee table and sit down next to her i want to give her a big hug but i don't think that she wants that so i kind of like reach a little and then stop just jade i'm so sorry about all this sis like this i didn't mean for any of this to happen i don't i i feel like like that ship in the wind song or whatever just like rocking on the ocean in the winds what are you talking i don't know isn't that a song like about some princess or something that died is that an actual song or is it no it's like a (laughs) screw up of like the candle in the wind with like whatever this uh young girl's idea of it is okay i was just making sure that it wasn't an actual reference or something that i was missing and was just very confused about she uncrinkles the candy bar and takes a little bite and then it's just like well i it's I've had a really rough, I don't know, six fucking months or whatever, but like, I don't know, I think maybe 
some space or something, or even just having a fucking clue that I don't know, fucking Keith, I think his name is, was gonna show up. I honestly didn't know. Like every night has just been crazy and I feel like we're just kind of bouncing around and I didn't know that he was gonna come here like that was kind of like their thing and I use my hand and just kind of wave to kind of encompass all of the crazy kindreds in my life just vampires in general those crazy motherfuckers yes all of them it's not us it's all of them She shifts her position to more of from instead of like leaning away from you on the armrest of the couch, she now is sitting up uh, more straight and turns to face you. So she's not like talking out into the room. It's just there's. So when we went out today and, you know, we went shopping and stuff, it just it felt really normal. And I didn't realize how much I was missing it. And it's all immediately kind of shocked into into what my life has become when and she looks towards the bedroom and she like, eh, as though to not say the word vampire, but, you know, so that you both know who you're talking about. Uh I just have somebody that just shows up at the door and is bringing oh, who the fuck knows what kind of drama with her. Okay, I I, I totally get that. Um, I just wanna I want to say without like angering you or anything. I think that we're a lot more stable than we were like a year ago. You know what I mean? Because like people would just randomly show up like then too, and we never knew what kind of drama or bullshit they were bringing. You know, but it was like fun most of the time until like it wasn't fun you know and maybe that's just like our cycle like remember when we had that therapist the guy with the beak when we were in group that time like that big one you remember yeah a little bit he's full of bullshit mostly though right totally but like there was something about like cycles or whatever and being stuck in blah blah, blah and like we we just got out of that kind of right or like are we still spinning like do you think do you think that we need therapy i don't how do you explain this to a therapist that my best friend is a vampire and you know feasts on the blood of the living and okay so i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't say it like that <laughs> for sure um because they might lock you in the padded room <laughs> so that wouldn't be cool but like i don't know i always thought that we were like more than best friends like we've been together through so much you are like my my like sister like for real he gets a little teary-eyed and you had that mention that you would go for a hug if you thought that it would be cool. Uh, are you still in a hugging mood? Totally. I love her. I don't want her to be sad. Oh, uh, well, there's that awkward moment as the two of you look at each other. Her little glassy-eyed with some tears. Uh, I don't know if Coco is in a teary mood. 
my eyes are definitely all red because like i almost lost Blood her tears. so many times in the last like days <laughs> like i can't imagine life without her right now uh, and then we have a very mushy moment as the two of you have just some uh, is it sobbing or is it full-on ugly crying no just just happy that we're okay you know so just like the kind of happy tears and she gets into it too and it's you're both a little bit of a mess you more so than her because you, you cry blood uh and after i don't know how how long would you say that the two of you spend uh just having your little cry fest here well after like maybe like like two minutes or something like i just i remember that like i cry blood because like i see it in her hair and i just feel really bad and that's like awkward for me so I kind of like straighten up and want to like wipe my tears away from my face and just I'm so sorry I'm such a mess like I don't mean to be there is a moment as you are pulling away and you're wiping away that the the blood tears here that her eyes do do track the blood but she visibly like blinks like a long blink to to clear to clear that idea out of her head Coco, what if we ever not been a mess? Like, this is... You mentioned all those people that would come over before, drop by randomly, but, like, we knew what they were doing. It was all drugs and sexy parties and drinking and stuff, but... That's kind of not changed. Like, if you just think about it for a second, okay, just bear with me, all right? Like, this whole... Like, this whole thing, and I just kind of tap one of my fangs, it's almost like a drug, right? Wouldn't you say that, like, I mean, it's got, like, a pool, right? It's, it's fucked up, man. Like, it, I don't think I've ever had anything that fucked with me as much as and she just motions to your hand that's got the little smear of blood on it. But I want it. But I don't. And she, like, puts her hands in her head for a second. I I don't know. Like, because I love you, but, like, that was weird and different. And I feel like it made me do stuff. And I don't know if it's stuff that I would have done, but I probably... You can see where there was a picture of Jade and Troy that was in your apartment, just a, a cutesy couple's picture, but it's been turned face down since, well, I guess since you've gotten home or since Jade has been home. And it's like, I, after the other night, I just don't feel anything for him. And I worry that maybe. I did it for you, and I don't know if that's something that is true or something I did to to try and make you happy or because you said he was cute and funny and it just I'm sorry, I don't wanna like make you feel like like you have to pimp yourself out to like 
that guy or any guy or anything for me. Like, you should do things because you want to, not because this stuff makes you. But I did want to when that stuff. I just, everything is so fucked up now. I don't know, dude. I don't know how to fix this. Like, I don't, night to night, like, I don't know what is what. Like, not to be weird, but like, I've been going through all these changes and I just don't know how to handle it. Like the monster hands thing, like that's weird. And like, I just felt like if I was losing you, I was losing my, my whole life. Like I don't get to see my brother anymore or my dad. Like, I don't even know how, how Bodhi's doing. And I just, I can't lose you too. He gets more weepy and goes in for another hug and it's uh where before your hug was more of mutual comfort and assurance this is much more of a comforting you kind of hug and i love that i totally lean into that because i need it i need her i need to not feel so alone in all this weirdness what about if like um i would hate to like ask jimmy for anything but like maybe art knows somebody that like we can talk to like kind of like a couples therapist (laughs) you know that would be funny right uh somebody who knows all about all of this shit then is a therapist or i thought you know you never see them in the movies i never have vampire therapists i mean thinking back on it there's a couple of our old ones that i wouldn't mind eating right (laughs) gives a little laugh but it's quickly cut off as she's like you really mean like killing them no i was just kidding like it's a joke if kind if we can't laugh at ourselves like what are we doing i don't know i just the does she know about your tendencies for murder no but she did get that text message i sent her earlier tonight where i was like covered in blood looking like high as shit yeah I just wasn't sure if there was a uh, a for sure knowledge that you have eaten multiple people to to completeness. Cool. I can't I can't remember a time um, where I actually killed anyone in front of her or told her about it. What did uh, What did she find out about Ricky? Just that he. Like, obviously, she knows that he's gone, but I didn't know if there was a uh, an official story that you gave her on that behalf. Um, Give me a minute to look at my notes, actually. Two secs. I don't remember if it actually came up on camera or if it was just kind of, like, uh, glossed over. Didn't she help me go looking for him and stuff, though? Before you were turned, I think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if she knows that I ate Ricky. 
and I'm not very proud of that. So I don't think that I would have just told her that I ate, you know, our best friend. Yeah, I don't think that she has any idea that you're uh, a murderer. Cool. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there is somebody in the that can help with this kind of stuff that knows things because it's. I don't know who's going to be coming through that door. Like, I don't know. You know how many people she may have killed, or Keith may have killed, you know, for doing things for people. Um. So, like, it's actually kind of super frowned upon to actually kill people jade like you're not really supposed to so i don't know if that you know can make you feel any better like i mean most 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 people like me don't really go around just murdering how does Coco feel about that statement that is clearly a lie to herself? It feels disgusting coming out of my mouth because I want to eat everyone. I love murdering, but I shouldn't. And I know that I shouldn't, but I love it too much. So much so. Just another freaking addiction. Addicted to murder. Cool. Um. <clears throat> well, I, we can... We can, I guess we can, we're going to have to work on it and like the communication and stuff or whatever. The, and she looks back towards the bedroom. Um, why is she here? I didn't really ask questions when Keith was here when they showed up because it's best not to ask those kinds of questions when there's other people who don't know here. Um, I don't. I don't know, like, Missy told me that I was going to have a house guest. Like, she sent me this text, and I'm, like, going through my phone, and she can read it. You know, it just says, you will have a house guest. So, and you can see, she can clearly see my reply, which is just, yay, sleepover. And so I got this text from Missy, and honestly, I kind of thought that it was her that was going to be sleeping over. Like, I don't really... No, but you're right, like boundaries is a thing, and I should have said something like, but like you know, not to be a dick, it's i I just don't know, I'm sorry, okay, um, I tell you what i'm gonna go I'm gonna go to the store because I feel like I'm gonna need a little something to eat or whatever. Uh, and you guys can do whatever it is you guys are going to do, and I won't be here. Okay, like, do you do you want, like, a, um, a hotel room or something for the night? Like, just to kind of get away? Like, I can maybe, like, make that happen. Get one, like, like the old times, like the big one, like, with a jacuzzi tub or something. It's kind of late. Maybe, um... I don't know, maybe when we find out how long she's going to be here, we can we can talk about that. Okay, well, just be careful, all right? Because I just, I, I just feel like if I lose you, I lose everything else. And um, I just can't. 
can't lose you either. Okay. And she takes her thumb and wipes it some of the little bit of leaky blood from your face. And she looks at it there on her thumb. And you can see her struggling for a moment before she goes to the kitchen and you hear the water running. That's okay. Because, like, the first step in recovery is admitting you have a problem or whatever. Like, we've both been there before. It's fine. I get it. Hey, do you um do you need some money? I still have a little bit of cash. She comes back out, drying her hands. Uh, yeah. You want me to get you anything? No, I think I'm. I think I'm all right. Thanks. Okay. And she gives you one last little hug. This is the the friendship goodbye hug. Be right back. See you in a little bit. Hug. I walk with her over to the door, and as she goes out, I shut it behind her and just kind of lean against the door because my unlife is, like, as complicated as my life life was. How long do you do you sit there? Uh, not just long enough to, like do two of those deep inhales and like slow exhales you know which i don't have to do but they just like they do do a calm i learned about it in like some class at some rehab somewhere or whatever um and then i kind of straighten myself up because i got this and go to knock on my bedroom door, which I have to say, like, that's a little irritating that somebody's in my bedroom. Like, I can't even have a personal space, but okay, just do a knock. Maybe would you have rather if Jade sent her to Jade's bedroom? Honestly, I don't know. I just don't like people in my space all the time. Like, do you? Do you, disembodied voice in the aether? Cool. Um, In the room... I guess give me a bit of a description of Coco's bedroom after living here for a couple of months and really settling in. Uh, well, it's kind of a mess. Like, I don't really have a maid or anything anymore. So my clothes are just kind of like piled and all over. I love to paint in my room. So my windows, first of all, are black, black. And I have painted different scenes on most of the walls, which some are scary, some are like not. I have a bunch of art supplies piled up. And then I have my bed, which is like, it's like a bigger bed, you know, fits two people. But that's probably the nicest thing in the room because it's actually made like i don't really get in it you know i might lay on top of it but it's together what kind of technology do you have in your room uh, a bluetooth speaker and a tv on the wall like so i can just cast stuff uh cool opening Opening your door, you'll notice that immediately to the left on the floor, there are a pair of bags, uh, bags that you obviously don't recognize because they are not yours. 
and um, as you look around, you will see in the corner, as far away from anything technologically related, is Winifred. She is sitting on the floor. In front of her is a small picnic cooler, the kind that you, know, you just throw some ice uh, ice packs in, you fold the thing up, and then it's, you know, good to go. Um, she has a book, like a textbook, and a notebook in front of her, and it looks almost like she's doing homework as she is sitting on the floor back here. Um, she has activated the blush of life at some point during this evening, so she looks alive and mostly healthy. Um, anything you want to do, obviously she will notice you entering the room, but is there any immediate roles or anything that you want to do? No, I just want to, you know, greet her like, hey, so I heard we're having a sleepover. Um, is everything okay? She puts her her book that she was working on down and just kind of sits on her floor and is like, um, yeah, I, it's hard to say. I, and she'll move to start standing up. Um, I am okay. But I have heard from Missy that there is an elevated sense of danger in the city, and I don't have anybody with me. So I was looking for... She offered me some options for something with more security than me being by myself, and I know that I will owe you for this, so... And then she just kind of like shrugs her shoulders, but... I really didn't want to be at my place by myself. I get that. Like, I've been there before. Um, It's fine if you crash here. Like, I mean, like, and I just kind of wave to the mess. I'm sorry, like, it's such a mess. But, like, my maid hasn't been here, like, ever. I, I can see where it would be very difficult for us to have maid service come during the day and she gives a small like <laughs> vampire joke <laughs> yeah I, I guess you're right um i mean like are you okay though like why are you all curled up in the corner like you can you can sit on the bed or i mean if i move this stuff and i kind of just like toss a pile of my clothes onto the floor to uncover like a small little chair you know, you you can set. I didn't want to be more intrusive than I already was, and you weren't here, and I'm trying to respect your domain and things and not mess with anything. So I just tried to be as far away from any of the the technology in the room and just mind my business and not listen or get up to anything. Um, does does the TV like bother you? Like, what's up with do you want me to unplug it or like? Can... I, it, it's more I bother the TV. Ew, tell me about that. That sounds cool. She looks a little confused. Like, uh, okay. Um, she will step away from her little corner that she has set up here and walk over towards you. Um, because I imagine you guys having this conversation like across the bedroom, and it's just kind of weird and awkward. But she closes to a more 
conversational distance and kind of sticks out her hand. It's like, um, for like a, a handshake, I'm uh, Winifred Broxrall of Clan La Sombra. Um, hey, I'm um, Coco, and this is my place. Little handshake. So, like, how, um, how do you know Missy? Well, she's, uh, the Herald, and as such, she does visitations and brings out the prince's proclamations and stuff. Uh, as what I assume is the only La Sombra in the city, I, uh, I am involved at representing my clan in, in a lot of different ways. So, you know, we, we interact. She came to me earlier tonight to talk about some stuff and, um, she warned me about a possible hunter problem, and uh, Dawn is currently not here, so I was more or less all by myself with nobody really to, to help out with things. Okay, you are all by yourself in the city? Oh, that, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, it sucks a lot, actually. Um, there. How much do you know about who I represent? Um, like pretend I know nothing, cause I pretty much know nothing. They like barely tell me anything. I had like to learn stuff before, but then I forgot some of it. All right, Kay. Um, this is going to take a minute. Uh, do you guys just stand there and talk, or do you get somewhere more comfortable? No, I, like, move to sit on the bed, and I do, like, a pat-pat, since she didn't sit in that chair that I so graciously uncovered. Oh, she was across the room, and she stood up, and then you guys were talking. She comes over, and she sits in that, like throw her foot up under her knee and turn to, to face you. She's wearing just like a not like hoodie, but like that same kind of sweat sweater material. Uh, some comfy like sleeping shorts and socks. Uh, she probably took her shoes off and left them. Do you have like a pile of shoes by your front door or are you just... Normally we don't really get that dirty. We just kind of wear them in the house. Okay, well... Her shoes were probably by your front door then, because she's trying to be as accommodating as possible. And I feel like that's how she runs her apartment. So, um, so, so there's thirteen clans of uh, Kane's children out there, and we're all a little different in certain ways. I mean, I definitely have figured that much out for sure. She gives a little smile. I'm sorry, you you uh you had said that said pretend like you know nothing, so I guess um I guess I could Okay, sorry. Fast forward just like pretend I knew something. Like we're different. But what makes you different? And why are you all by yourself, honey? How much do you know about the Sabbat? I mean some 
Why? What it? What is it? So the Sabbat are like vampire boogeymen, and they are. She taps to her, uh, to her chest. It's like you know that that thing inside. Well, like my heart. No, the the other thing, the thing. Oh, like the monster. Yeah, that uh, that thing. They they don't see it that way, and they like to just kind of embrace being the monsters that we have become. And uh, so you know how the masquerade is like super important, right? Uh-huh, totally. And I'm like chewing on my lip because I've been struggling with all of this. <laughs> so like instead of uh going in and like deleting camera footage of a thing or you know dominating somebody into not remembering stuff or bribes and other ways of like keeping stuff on hidden right like the sabbat will just kind of go in and be like oh you saw somebody do something that could be bad for us and they'll just fucking kill that guy for like no real reason even it doesn't matter how insignificant of a thing and then it's like oh well you know he's he's dead and murdered they um they are totally cool with eating other vampires which sounds a little weird to say but like they're all about it um they're they're everything that is bad that we could turn into being um yeah that sounds dangerous for sure doesn't even begin to describe it they are they're crazy they're absolutely nuts they believe that there's uh, so like way back at the start there was supposedly uh, there was kane who you know, pissed God off or whatever. And then uh, he was cursed, and then he became the first murderer and then the first vampire. And then as you get farther and farther from Cain, they have the different generations and stuff. So, like, they believe that the third generation got pissed at the second generation and then, like, killed them all. And then now we're supposed to as like the modern generation like take up arms to take down these antediluvians they call them that are like the third generation but are like i don't know blood gods or whatever do crazy shit like okay so like we can do stuff and she motions to uh the two of you and it's like crazy right compared to what what we knew when we were alive totally like totally right like um just even the way we we heal or you know the way things are to the degree that they're damaging and stuff could you imagine somebody that's orders of magnitude older and more powerful than you the kind of shit they could do i mean yeah like um do you watch a lot of movies not much recently. 
Oh, because there was this movie you, but you you like to read books, right? It was it was yeah. based on a book, like, and it was um, probably fiction, but like a lot of the stuff that I'm learning about, like recently over the last couple of months, definitely like a lot of their fiction seems to be like rooted in fact. But there was this book that this lady wrote, and like this like super old like vampire came back, and she was like basically a god she could do like everything it was crazy and then this one young vampire ended up eating her and i think he became like a god is that kind of what you're talking about i kind of actually yeah like that's uh part of what they want to do they want to find these old blood god vampires and like kill them and stuff and i'm like uh okay that sounds impossible but whatever uh but that's like so they see people like the prince as and the whole camarilla as like tools of these antediluvians that these blood gods that are out there sleeping in the earth or whatever are controlling things even today and they're like nah fam we're gonna stop that shit and it sounds a little crazy right yeah it's all pretty crazy honestly like uh, but nothing's really surprising because I just earlier tonight learned like about stuff that was from another movie. So th this is all like weird, weird, like everybody kind of knows. Right. But like nobody really knows. I guess that's the masquerade. Right, man. That's that's how things are supposed to work. Right. So uh, I guess getting to the the important business is of all of the the vampire clans out there there were two that were almost exclusively in the sabbat and they can do scary shit uh there was the samiti which are probably the scariest thing that i have learned about they are um they can mold flesh in strange and unusual ways. Um, are you talking about like making lampshades and stuff? Because that's a little gross. I I don't know that I've ever met one, but from what my sire has told me is that they could do all kinds of just crazy things that would make anyone who was really into like those horror movies like with the the guy with the saws and stuff ew like, make that look like child's play ew that's disgusting yeah uh and that's you know that's terrifying to think about people who have these warped fucked up like that have these warped and just like wrong ideas of how how things are or could be or should be, and they can take multiple people and squish them together into one untamed abomination. Wait, 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 wait. So we're not just talking like lampshades. We're talking like Frankenstein's monster type situation. If by like Frankenstein's monster you keep the idea of them having multiple bodies make up the thing, but also 
not just having two arms and legs and a head, but could have like four arms and three legs and six heads or something. Ew, that is disgusting. Why? I don't know. When when you get old, stuff gets boring, I guess. I I don't have an answer for you. It is horrifying and I I don't like thinking about it in a way that is like something that I wonder why they would do it, you know. I mean like so that's really gross and I hope that when I get old I don't make disgusting monsters like that. Like but and I'm just kind of like thinking about it and you can see me like my shoulders are rising like I might just blood vomit. <laughs> like this is gross. I mean you are blush of life so all of those natural air quotes natural physical responses uh are something that are is available to you and then what do i roll to try not to puke at just the thought of this uh composure plus stamina maybe i don't know does that sound accurate to you 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 tell me what you want to roll if she keeps talking about it i probably will like i mean it's stamina thing would for sure be well, she she is about to change the subject so it's up to you if you want to roll in this situation i want to roll to not puke blood all over my bedroom cool let's have it you're very consistent with these threes tonight i see this well thank i don't puke right i don't puke i choke it down no you I don't know if necessarily it would like come up in your throat and uh, like you would swallow it back down like some bile, but um, cool. Uh, and then she sees the obvious disgust on your face, and even as you are blushed, you do go a little pale when it's like talking about these things. And then there's um, the other clan that is predominantly in the Sabbat is mine. And she kind of gauges your face to a response to that statement. So, like, embracing chaos is, like, your thing? No, no, oh, no, not at all. No, that's that's a terrible idea. Um, so, like, 500 years ago, when the Sabbat was formed, there was, you know, war and fighting and terrible shit that both sides have done supposedly probably more one side than the other but then like um recently some of the lasombra have realized that they've made no actual progress with this whole killing of blood god stuff right and uh they decided they wanted to join the camarilla um so you just kind of decided to like change sides kind of i had very little to do with anything involving any of it actually um wait did you say 500 years how old are you she looks like in her early 20s and she says um the 25 um okay sus uh excuse me like, like, since you were 25, how many, how many birthdays did you have? 
Oh, no. Um, she gives you her birth date of what was 25 years ago. I, I was only embraced like three years ago. Oh, it's so hard to tell, you know, like, right? it's weird. So part of this whole, like, joining the Camarilla thing was sending representatives from the clan to different areas. And it just so happens that I was going to school in Chicago. And, uh, well, I was I was born here. And she gives you a, a brief description of where she grew up in the city. Um, but then I got a scholarship and I went to law school. And then... Um, well, the vampire shit happened, and I don't know why, but I was chosen to to be given this gift, and then after some education and stuff, they sent me here to try and establish a little bit of a a foothold, as it were, and try to like get the La Sombra in good with the Camarilla and more places across the city. Or across the country, I guess. So, like, that kind of sucks that you have to be by yourself in a whole new city. But you must be, like, really smart then. Um, like, because law is your thing. That's, like, so hard. I could use a lawyer sometimes. She definitely blushes and looks away a little bit when you compliment her being smart in the lawyer thing. Like, um... Did you um call your people and let, does, does any who knows like did you have to tell them or are you just hiding out like is this like even bigger trouble I feel like there's a lot of big trouble around here right uh maybe there's big trouble all the time like when I was in Chicago there was all kinds of crazy things that were happening and just on the on the regular Chicago is like a big deal when it comes to kindred stuff like. Okay, it's also like cold and gray. So... Oh my god, it is so cold and gray. Why can't like Cabo or something be like the hub? That would be even cooler. Probably because it's not night for as long as it's night in some place like Chicago. Like the sun's up. A okay, lot. yeah, that makes like perfect sense. But um. Okay, I'm glad you're here. Like, are you as stressed? Out? I've been kind of stressed lately. Have you been feeling stressed? Uh, my life is basically stress. Like, uh, when Dawn's around, it's not so bad because she knows a lot and she's um, very helpful and supportive in a lot of different ways. And uh, she's kind of kick-ass when it comes to stuff. But uh, she's got to go back to Chicago every couple of months for a little bit, and then uh, and then she'll be back. Um, Dawn? Uh, you would have met her at Elysium like six months ago when they were like, hey, uh, it's kind of open season on all Sabat people except for Winifred because she's cool to be here. Um, Dawn is her ghoul that, or I guess I should just say is the ghoul that is often seen with her in a, uh, like a bodyguard kind of role. Gotcha. Okay, so Dawn's like her best friend Jade, <laughs> but less toxic. Uh, sort of, maybe. Who knows about their relationship? Okay, 
Um, well, so your friend is like dipped. Like, um, is is there a reason why like you and um Missy decided like for you to stay here with me and not like at Missy's house? Because like here it's it's pretty much just like me and my friend Jade. Like you met her, right? And you're not gonna eat her, right? Oh no, no. I um and you can watch when you mention eating her, her eyes go as if to check to make sure that that cooler is still there. But they come back to you in the conversation. No, I, um, when Missy was talking to me about the hunters and stuff in the city, uh, I, I was offered the opportunity for some kind of improved safety, I guess is the word. Uh, it's, being by myself in an apartment where half of the day I am fucking dead is not a good place to be when there are people out there that are very possibly hunting you. Well, here, um, I mean, when you put it like that, like, I don't know exactly how perfect it is, but like Jade's here and we definitely have, um, supervision i guess and i know i have like a, a really nice like door and stuff so like hopefully we'll be safe and we'll stick together i guess new friends her eyes pink up a little bit as though uh as though tears are welling it's like but i would like that Yay! Okay, um, so I have to tell you all about my friend Jade. Um, she ran to the store. She's a little nervous. We've kind of had a rough couple of weeks, so maybe we'll just do like a girls' night, and it'll probably like it'll be nice. We could maybe paint our nails and watch stupid movies and stuff. Trying to think on how much a stupid girl's night would mean to her right now. Because I feel like it would be a lot. Yeah, it'll, it would be a lot. Um, she will, like, wipe at her, her eyes. That would, that would be great, actually. I, um, I know you said it's been a long six months, but let me tell you, it's been a long three years. Well, I think that <laughs> we both definitely deserve to have just like at least the rest of like tonight maybe to like be a little more normal um do you want to come out in the living room and um oh all of the nail polish uh we keep it in the fridge there's like a thing i'll i'll get it okay and i just kind of open up the door and dip out because i've been there and i know what it's like to be you know sad and alone and fucked up and she needs a friend and if i'm good at anything it's being a great friend <laughs> um she's like yeah i'll i'll be out in a second i guess um she'll go over clean up her little books her notebook and will bring the cooler with her as she comes out into the living room and uh do you want to you can put some stuff in the fridge if you want, like, or you don't have to, like, tote a cooler around. Okay, I, uh, sure. And she'll come into the kitchen with you, and inside this cooler, as she opens it up, are a couple of things of bagged blood. 
I'm not really phased and I'm like sated totally. Yeah. So nothing. Sure. Um she does look at it and then looks at you and is like, I usually when dawn goes away we stock up so that I don't have to go out into the city and well there are people that don't like me for the clan that I am a part of, and it's just safer if there are uh, less opportunities, I guess. Okay, well, are you okay? Like, do... First, just because Jade's had, like, a rough time or whatever, maybe we should put these in, like, a, a like a paper bag and then put them in the fridge just so she doesn't have to see. Okay. And we'll just put like your name on it. All right. That way she won't even get into it. And um, we can figure all of that out. Like, do you, do you need to like, like what? Cause I know some people, like I've heard different stories, so I don't really know like what your dietary requirements are. Oh, this is, I know most, uh, don't like it this way, but this is fine for me. It's kind of she blushes a little bit. It's not as flavorful as from the source, but I don't like the idea of assaulting somebody for you know dragging them into an alley and just kind of. And then after you're done and you leave them there, and it's like, what are you responsible for? What happens to them after the fact? And it's just this seems way more ethical and safer and that is good for me not to like however you get yours okay well tomorrow are you okay for tonight or like because like tomorrow we can we can call like i have some a friend that we could call that might be able to help us out or we could like maybe can you go in public are you telling me you're not allowed in public at all like because we could go to my club probably i you know i i go out but it's definitely the thing where it's i i was never much for going out to like clubs and partying and stuff uh social anxiety i got it well, maybe a little, I guess. And then it's just after learning about all of this and uh, school in Chicago and being busy, because law school is really difficult. So I didn't have a lot of time for friends and going out and then trying to imagine like everybody in the city hates you that you're now learning as a reason to hate you for nothing that's your fault. Oh, I can definitely imagine everyone hating me. So that's fine. Tomorrow, maybe. If you're feeling up to it, we can try a little social. If not, like, I'll figure something out. Okay. I have friends, and like, Missy has friends, and obviously you're here because she wants to help you know, make sure you're okay and like, well, make sure you're okay and fed and stuff. Takes a deep breath, kind of like you did earlier in the calming way. It's like that, that would be kind of nice, actually. And I'm, I'm up for helping and however I can with the whole situation. Uh, I don't know a lot of details on it, but. Um... 
that would be cool because we kind of need somebody to help because I think that I'm just kind of the person that fucks everything up. So like it would be nice to have a little bit more balance on like the the fix things way. So trust me, girl, I get it. All right. It's okay. And I just kind of like put my arm like around her shoulders. Like we're gonna have a good night. We're going to like be okay in this. Does she believe that? She's trying to be hopeful for all of her friends. Like maybe. Yeah, so she believes it, but she's not sure if it's going to come true. I was wondering if, whether or not this was a, a lying dice rolling situation or if this was like actually what she's uh, considering. Coco is positive. Things are going to work out just fine, maybe. <laughs> cool. Um, Jade will come back. She has a couple of snack foods. She has... Uh, like a big gulp, you know, junk that you get from a gas station convenience store. Uh, finds the two of you guys hanging out and just kind of chit-chatting. Does Coco ask about what the La Sombra can do after her conversation about the Samites and the, the flesh crafting and stuff? Or does she not want to know? What do you mean what they can do? No, not really. Just the the monster thing kind of made her sick. And okay. I mean, she seems pretty genuine, right? So I'll just go with the flow. Like Missy wouldn't have dumped her here if she was going to be a danger. She's probably in danger. And I am feeling very strong and still a little bit high from earlier. So feeling good. Yeah, this is going to be okay. This is positive. Sure. Um, you guys set up to, to watch some movies. Um, when you guys start messing with the TV, Jade is like hitting the remote trying to get it to, to work. And it's having a little bit of trouble. Um, she goes and she replaces the batteries. And when she's up from doing that, Winifred... Uh, scoots farther away from the TV or the uh, the streaming devices. Um, maybe even so far as to pull that chair out of the bedroom, if that's cool, and sitting back kind of away from you guys, and then the TV begins to work fine. What is up with that? Like... Is that what you meant? Is that why you were sitting so far away from my stuff in my room and all the way in the corner? He looks sheepish and as though she has uh, screwed something up. She's like, that's, yeah, that's part of, that's part of me. And Jade is just like, what the fuck? I just turn and look at Jade and I'm like, I wonder if she can have a cell phone. And then look at Winifred and I'm like, do you have a cell phone? Uh, I do, and uh, she gets up and goes to her bag that was sitting right in by the door, and it is, it's five to ten years old. Does that thing even have a camera? Uh, no, actually. It doesn't really have a screen like smartphones do. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, 
it's part of what makes me me now. Dude, that must suck. What? Why is that even a thing? Like, can you can you like change somebody's channel or whatever if you want to too? Like, I, that's you like psychic. You're like psychic like that, right? No, I uh, I guess the most like that it can do. And she goes over and she puts a hand on the side of your TV, and the picture just gets all fucked up. And that's not even like a a real benefit, really. Yeah, get away. All right. Okay. Damn. Oh, honey. I'm a, I'm sorry. It's uh it's part of who I am now, so. Wait, wait. I just had like a brilliant idea. Um if it works on everything, does it work on my security cameras? I it's unless you know what you're looking for, it probably won't really like um like get your phone, I guess. And she doesn't look yeah, comfortable with the idea phone. of like uh and she just kinda like eh, and poses, but she doesn't look happy about it. So I take her picture. Yep. And uh let me just double check what the, the role here should be. So this picture that you take with her three successes on uh, her Bane roll, it looks as though she is standing there, but that was in motion when you took the picture. Everything is just kind of smeared or slightly blurry, kind of off. I just frown at that. So like, yeah, if you could um, delete that, that'd be great. Okay, and I just delete it. So that kind of sucks. I guess no selfies with our besties then. And I just like pat Jade on her leg. And um, I want to kind of move some of like the furniture around a little bit just so that we can all kind of sit together further away from the TV. Oh, uh she is happy to help with that. Uh, I don't remember if she's super strong or not. There's three of us. Like, what kind of furniture do you think we have? Like, we're just kind of going to move the couch and the coffee table and maybe yeah. turn the little TV thing. Uh, I was more, because if I made her super strong for some reason, it would just been fun for her to be like, lift up the whole couch by herself. and Superman set down the couch. Exactly. Like, it had just been funny. But that's not, uh, she's not strong like that. Uh, I mean, she technically could be because she does have access to potents, but that's, you know, she doesn't have any dots on that. It's just overkill at this point. Right. <laughs> the three of us can kind of rearrange the room. Um, just trying to make Jade comfortable, too, the whole time and do like a full inclusion and kind of tell Jade like a little bit, you know, hope that they can kind of chit chat, you know, talk amongst yourselves. Um. There are introductions made, more like formal introductions, uh, rather than just like, hey, uh, so Missy said I should come here, and Coco said it was okay. Um, Winifred apologizes for how everything went with their arrival and all of the everything else around it, um, promises to not 
uh, do any blood stuff with her and explains that, hey, I I have some stuff in the fridge for me that I will not have to infringe upon your anything to, to take care of myself. Um, yeah, and like, I figured, Jade, like, if if it would make you more comfortable and Winifred, if you're okay with it, like we can just, we'll bunk in my room. Okay. And you can lock the door like from the outside if you need to. Okay. Uh, Winifred agrees that like, yeah, no, she totally gets it and would not be offended by it. And Jade is like, I, um, sure we can, we'll see how things go. Yay. Best friend sleepovers. So you guys start to watch movies. Uh, is Jade somebody that likes popcorn, or does Coco still enjoy like the smell of popcorn? There's nothing better than the smell of popcorn while you're watching movies and painting your toes. Toe popcorn. That is disgusting sounding, but okay. Uh, yeah, no, you guys have popcorn. You guys paint your nails. Uh, what color do you paint your nails? Blood red. Okay. Uh, Jade will be very cliche and make them a nice um, dark green with little flecks of metallic in them. Um, and Winifred will go for a goth black, seeing the, the theme that has arisen. And then you guys just have like a normal, you know, teen, early 20 girls hangout night. Um, I want to roll a dice here. It'll get two hits on her wits and insight, and um, she does warm to Winifred a little bit, just in like a, okay, she's not going to eat me and, you know, kill me in my sleep kind of way. Um, Jade doesn't get the full, like, history that you did on a lot of things because it's just it's vampire business and sure jade may know some vampire business she doesn't need to know all vampire business because it's a lot sometimes yeah but probably gets i mean if winifred is 25 then yeah. and she's kind of always been an introvert she's obviously a very smart like college girl we would probably think that she's a little bit of a nerd, but the uh, fact probably. that we're like helping her and she's kind of sad and pathetic and like, you know, I know she's big, scary monster, but like, look at her. Missy asked us to help her. Like, and we're, I know it's shitty, but we're, we're going to help and give her a place to stay because she's all by herself in this big city. She is. And anybody she knows, she's not allowed to talk to because like she did grow up in this area. So. Yeah, so I feel like there's enough stuff there that hopefully could set her a little bit more at ease and maybe kind of girl power it up a little bit. Yeah, girl power. Uh, is there anything else you want to do, either dice or otherwise, throughout the course of the night before heading to heading to bed? Yeah, I do want to study her to make sure if I'm getting locked in this room with her, I'm not feeling any at all like she's going to eat me tonight. 
Wow, what a hypocrite. I mean, she said that it's cool in her clan. <laughs> she said it was cool in the Sabbat. She is not part of the Sabbat. I mean, is what she kind of said, but she is. <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome to roll whatever you want to to figure her out. Uh, Jade will go to bed, like, obviously earlier than you guys do, because she actually gets tired where you don't. So it would leave the two of you alone again. Um, well, I think that Streetwise might fit here, because uh, Coco has had to sleep in many, like, shitty places on drugs and stuff before. Sure. Um, and maybe Intelligence because yeah, I'm down for that. Smart. Yeah, we'll we'll set the scene where you guys are starting to feel the weight of the sun and you retreat back to your bedroom. Um she makes a motion as to just lay on the floor somewhere, moving her bags to the side, uh and that kind of thing where it's just like not intruding. But, you know, you're about to be dead, so who cares where you're sleeping? Yeah, no, I just, like, grab a bunch of blankets, too, to try and help her make, like, a comfortable little nest. Maybe that chair has one of those cushions that kind of lays flat, so we just kind of drag that in, you know. I just want her to be comfortable. Mm. And um, just just make sure she's okay. Not going to eat me either. Uh, you don't get the impression that she is going to eat you. After all, if she was going to eat you, she had plenty of time earlier when Jade was out at the at the gas station to eat you. I mean, I'm pretty tough too, but if I don't know if I fall asleep first, so I I try and help her get comfortable and then just lay in my bed. I like to wrap in my blankets. I like to feel like I'm going to actually sleep sleep. Yeah. Um. She just lays there. Do you like turn off all your lights and stuff in the dark? I mean, the lights are off, but it's not really dark, dark. You can just feel the light, you know what I mean? Even just through the covered windows and everything. It's just, even though it's dark, it's not even inside. Do you activate your, because uh, you have Eyes of the Beast, right? You can look and see in the darkness. Yeah, I want to take one last look at her ass before I pass out. Well, her ass is great, right? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I don't actually think about her in that fashion. Um, as you roll over in your bed to look at her, uh, you will see that she is looking at you. She is laying on the floor and kind of with her back to the wall, but is facing in your direction. And when you roll over to look at her, she just gives you a little wave as if she can see you. So I just kind of wave under my blanket at her too. Um, good night. Good night. She just, you know, pulls her little nesting blankets around her in a little bit. Um, but the two of you, uh, fall asleep as it were, as the day rises, if she falls asleep before you, you don't notice because, you know, it's one of those things where all of a sudden, you know, the sun is up and you're dead. 
Uh, can you roll me a number of dice equal to your humanity? And I will roll for her. Can I just roll my humanity, or you want me to roll uh, one, two, three, four, uh, six? Um, uh, you, you should be able to just roll the the number of dice that you have there. Like, there's a humanity button down the bottom. Um, I think this works. Okay. You hear the sound of Jade shrieking, and you are suddenly awake. Everything is heavy, and you feel sluggish. Uh, what do you do? Wait, I'm. I wake up. Uh huh. Is it nighttime? No. Uh um, I don't know what I do. You heard? Is my is the um my windows are closed? It's still dark in here. Uh huh. You do not feel the burning of the sun. Um, I want to, uh, kick my door out. Sure. Uh, Winifred is also rising to her feet. She is also seemingly sluggish and stuff. And in the living room, you see Jade and she's got a broom and is chasing around a rat. Well, I want to ask the rat what the fuck it's doing. You would recognize the rat as Mr. Chunky Butt. Aww. So I just call him into the room. Uh, and he will scoot right past you into the room, into the darkness. Uh, you can kind of see some of the light creeping through into the living room. Uh, Winifred is behind you and is leaning against the door in a in a tired fashion. And um, Jade comes up to you with the broom. Is like, where'd it go? No, it's fine. I gave him a job to do. It's He's a pet or something. Can you grab a blanket? I'm sorry I broke the door. I thought you were in trouble. She's like, he's a, he's a pet? She's just very confused, and you're starting to feel that day sleep pushing back down on you rather heavily. I'm really sorry. I'll explain it all later. Can you just put a blanket up? Winifred collapses onto the ground behind you. Um, Chunky Butt, you just sleep in the corner, I'm saying, as I'm crawling closer to my bed. You step over Winifred and you make it to your bed. And Jade is just looking at you like, what the fuck is my life? And I just tell Chunky Butt, it can wait until tonight. He will snuggle with you in a in a way that is like, oh god, scary lady with the broom is trying to kill me. And I just pass back out. Yep, you're out. And the last thing you hear is Jade like, ah, what the fuck? From the other room as uh, the day sleep claims you again. It is the 15th of December, 2022. Uh, Coco's house guest? Something along those lines? Uh, it's funny, because then somebody knocks at my door. 
Oh, ho, ho. Cookies have arrived. Yay! Let me uh, let me just bust these down real quick. Oh, 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 that'll be for later. Um. Also, do you have a fan going or something? My heater's just kicked on and is blowing on me. Let me turn it off. Uh, if you don't mind, because I can kind of hear it, and it's. But it's so nice and warm, just blowing on me. All right, she's Yo, shutting. <laughs> Susie loves to have the. Uh, the heater set to like 65 and keep the apartment fucking cold. I got my wool slippers on and like throw on a hoodie and stuff. Yeah, my um, well, I'm in the basement and I have my little heater right above where I'm at, and it's like 68 down here, <laughs> so I get it, Suze. Like, we have technology to control this. Why not we just use it? But it's whatever. Um, you really love threes. What the hell? <laughs> it's one, two, three, four. So it's funny, out of your the four dice rolls you've made, you had three result, three successes on all of them. And... It was a pull of six, a pull of six, a pull of five, and a pull of six. So, um... This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.